Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Round five, done and dusted a sensation round. I, of course, was away for the weekend, so we had limited content on the podcast dropping. Uh, some brilliant games of footy, though, and I thought I'd just go back to Friday night here and talk about the Manly Seagulls firstly, and then, more importantly, the Penrith Panthers. Uh, the Manly Seagulls, fantastic to see them get their first win of the season. 13-12 over the New Zealand Warriors with DCE, a man that has been heavily criticised over the last few weeks, stand up and deliver the field goal to win the game. Wasn't the prettiest field goal we've seen, but if it goes over the sticks in a clutch moment, they all count. So sensational to see the Manly Seagulls win there. Uh, two guys that I've been really critical of the last few weeks, Paseca and Martin Tapao. They were just losing the battle through the centre third week in, week out. And it was because these two, they simply weren't pulling their weight. Uh, no surprise here. This week, they combined for about 270 run metres. Last week, they combined for less than 100 run metres. This week... They combined for more than 100 post-contact metres. So this week, combined, they had more post-contact metres than last week they had metres. And no shock, the Manly Seagulls get the job done. To compete in this league, you need your middleman to do a job. And of course, the New Zealand Warriors missing a couple of guys in the middle there. Definitely missed Adam Fanua Blake, no doubt about it. That was a massive loss for the New Zealand Warriors. But I think the the thing that really doubled down on that was, of course, losing Bunty to Bunty Afoa as well. Um, I think the New Zealand Warriors they probably could have got away with not having AFB in this game, but once it was compounded by not having Bunty either, they really did struggle. And Paseca, Marty Tapao, they smelt the blood in the water. A uh, sensation to see Manly get a win. For me, though, it was the second game that was the most interesting, and I said it was going to be the game of the week, and um, it was right up there. Very entertaining game of football. The Penrith Panthers did a number on the Canberra Raiders there, 30-10. to 10. Uh, Probably a little bit closer than what the scoreboard says there for me. Uh, the Canberra Raiders started really well. Uh, then the Penrith Panthers, they just they just fell into their place again and were unbelievable. Um a couple of tries they scored. Matt Burton's try was sensational. Charlie Staines' second try, uh, it came through Paul Morolski. He got a flick ball out to him, and the step that he put on the cover defense was unreal. He's a, he's a real talented little footballer, Charlie Staines. Jerome Luai, he was my man of the match by far and away. I can't believe he missed out on 
some Dally M points. That was ridiculous. For him not to be in the top three players in the game was unbelievable. Nathan Cleary, a pretty quiet night for him. Took an intercept back into the game. The king of junk time in Supercoach, Nathan Cleary, delivers again in junk point time. Uh, had a pretty handy week for him. He managed to get three Dally M points, I think, which I just thought was ridiculous. I thought Jerome Luai was by far and away the best player on the field there. Uh, the story coming out of this game, though, is the way that the Penrith Panthers carried on. And look, this has been going on for a while for me. Um, We spoke about this a little bit last year, that it's been fantastic to see this team so confident and backing themselves in. And, you know, I've spoken a lot about, you know, when they were coming in in their different kits and their different outfits to games last year. And it was was great. Um, They kept winning, so it was all okay. The Brisbane Broncos, on the other hand, they did the same thing. And then there was just radio silence out of the Broncos because they weren't doing well. Whereas the Penrith Panthers, they just kept trotting along. And look... I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything here, but like I said all last season, the Melbourne Storm's going to beat this mob. The Melbourne Storm on the big stage, they will handle this team. And they did in the grand final. Um, I, I thought Penrith were lucky to get back into that grand final, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, all the momentum to the Melbourne Storm. Uh, probably a lucky call to the Penrith Panthers. I think the try they scored to Josh Mansour, I believe it was, to get them back into that game off a kick that was um, definitely a, a, an obstruction f- to me. But... Uh, that, that sort of got the Panthers back into that game, and I thought it sort of covered up a lot of problems they had in that grand final. In the back end, they scored a heap of points when the Melbourne Storm didn't have players on the field. And for me, that's always been the biggest worry with the Panthers. Are they going to deliver on the big stage? And when they let James Tamo, when they let Josh Mansell go, I was really worried about how this lack of experience would affect them. And obviously, it's not going to affect them in the regular season. They're absolutely flying right now. They are playing the best footy out of anyone by far and away. South Sydney not far behind them right now. But what Penrith is doing is unreal. And the most impressive thing about it is their defense. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but they conceded 10 points against the Raiders. That's probably their worst defensive effort. Uh, of the season so far, and the Canberra Raiders have been unreal. Uh, I, I love the, the, the this Raiders side. They're so resilient. They're so strong, and I just I think it'll be really interesting when these two meet again because, as I said, the storyline coming out of this game, are they confident? Are they cocky? Are they arrogant? It's a scale that I look at quite regularly, and for me, the bottom of the scale is confidence, yeah? You're either a confident team where you back yourself, and that's where I think the Penrith Panthers were last year. Uh, you can then get into the cocky stage where you are getting a little bit ahead of yourself, and then you can reach the arrogant stage, which for me, when you you when you see it, you know it. And this is a scale that is different for each and every person. This is what I think makes it so interesting at in the moment because the Penrith Panthers, obviously a few moments there where they carried on. There was a moment where Stephen Crichton pulled Joey Tapanay sort of into their celebration and was carrying on a little bit. And I really didn't like that. That, that, that was a moment where it sort of raised my eyebrow. And people can say, oh, that's confidence. They're just, they're just backing themselves. I understand that. But I think there is a line and I think the Penrith Panthers crossed it there. And look, people don't like to hear it, but... I'm sorry, this Panthers team, they haven't achieved anything yet, yeah? They had a fantastic season last year, X amount of games in a row, but the reality is no one cares until you lift a trophy. Yeah, no one's going to sit back in 30 years' time if this team doesn't win a premiership and say, what about all those games the Panthers won? No one's going to care. People are going to talk about the 2020 Melbourne Storm. People are going to talk about the 2021 Premiers, and I'm not saying that won't be Penrith, but they are they are getting ahead of themselves, in my opinion, for round five of the NRL. And as I said, you can look at it as either confidence, cocky, arrogant. I don't think they're probably on the arrogant end. I think they're getting a little bit cocky. I think some individuals are getting a little bit ahead of themselves. Um, because I and like I, I have no doubt 
they're going to be a top four team. I have no doubt they're going to continue this during the season. They'll probably lose max three to four games, probably. But it's on the big stages that I'm worried about. And you know who they're going to play on the big stages? experienced teams like the Canberra Raiders who are going to remember the other night. Ricky Stewart's going to remember that and he's going to remind his guys every single day leading into their next game against the Penrith Panthers about the way that they carried on. He's going to remind Joey Tapanay that he was pulled into the celebrations. They were rubbing it in his face. I'd tell you what, Hudson Young, if I, if I was if I was Ricky Stewart, I'd be getting a picture of Spencer Lenu yelling and screaming in his face and I would put it in his locker for him to look at all year. The worry I have with this side is that you are starting to dig holes against top quality teams who, yes, you got the better off here up at Penrith Park. No doubt about it. You are heaps better than them. When you get onto the big stages like you did last year, though, teams tend to catch up to you. The gap tends to close. The Penrith Panthers didn't, you know, they, you, you got to remember in that grand final too, just, just to take you back to the first minute of that game. Now, the only way that I thought the Panthers could win is if they started really well. They had to start well because if they let Melbourne get into their structures, it was over. Now, you might remember off the kickoff, the ball bounces and goes out. Now, I don't, I'm not David Middleton. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I've been watching this Melbourne Storm team very closely for the last 15-odd years or whatever, and I don't remember a time seeing that happen. So they literally got the best start you could possibly kick off with in that grand final, and they still were down 20-odd points nil or whatever, yeah? The big stage, the game changes. Rounds 1 to 25, all good and well, fantastic. Good to see. Be the best team in the comp all you want. Yeah, that's great. It's in August. It's in September. It's in October where this competition starts. The Canberra Raiders are well aware of that. The Melbourne Storm are well aware of that. South Sydney are well aware of that. The Penrith Panthers, I just feel like there's a little bit of an over-celebration. And I remember a couple of years ago when the South Sydney Rabbitohs won their first 10 or 11 in a row and, you know, people sort of said, oh, you know, it's a long season. Everyone went, what are you talking about? They're undefeated. They're doing this. They're doing that. Blah, 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 blah. Same as the Penrith Panthers at the moment. It is a very long season. And I think for them to be starting to carry on like this in round five, it is a bit of a worry for me. Um, now, the biggest advantage that the Penrith Panthers have, as we've always said, they're the youngest team. They've lost a lot of experience. You've got injured players going down left, right and center all over this competition. And, you know, ha- having a young, sprightly team, is pro- it's probably the best time to ever do it. Like, we always sort of look at having the youngest team as a major issue because you lack experience. And I think on the big stages, they will. But right now, when the game is faster than ever, right now, when there are players going down left, right and center injured because the game has got so much quicker, having these young legs is brilliant. So, look, I... I love the way the Penrith Panthers are playing at the moment. On the field, they are incredible. They are amazing. I, I've obviously tipped the Raiders in the Melbourne Storm to play in the grand final. I'm going to stick with it for now. But this Panthers team, it is so hard to leave them out. It's not even funny. And to make it even more impressive, you're missing Appy Curacao. You're missing Dylan Edwards. Now, most footy sides, if you take out their first-choice hooker and their first-choice fullback out of their team, they are in serious Barney Rubble. This team... They just keep trucking along. They are an amazing footy side. Don't get me wrong. And you know what? The more I think about it, the more I can't blame these guys for getting very confident, potentially even cocky. I can't blame them at all. They're missing a heap of good guys. They're heaps young, and they keep on doing a number on all these teams. It really is incredible what the Panthers are doing at the moment. But for me, if I was an experienced head in this side, if I was Ivan Cleary, I would try and rope them in a little bit. They don't need to be doing this stuff. They don't need to be giving the Canberra Raiders 
the most resilient, one of the most tenacious teams in this competition, a reason to get up when they play each other in finals footy because that's where it's going to be decided. The Canberra Raiders, they don't give a flying fuck about what happens in round five in April. It is completely irrelevant to them. What matters to the Canberra Raiders is what happens in September. Same as the South Sydney Rabbitohs, same as the Sydney Roosters, same as the Melbourne Storm. I just think the Penrith Panthers need to pull up a little bit, worry about themselves, get out of their own head and just focus on their own football because I thought the other night was a little bit over the top and I think they've got a good enough team to win a premiership here. But doing this sort of stuff, I think it has the potential for them to beat themselves. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 